Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Good morning, friends. How be ye? My name is Slimy Fingers, and I'm joined today with my good friend, uh, Dr. Bean Dudes. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, that's good. I like it. I like it. Dean. Uh, you're right, Simon. You're right. Oh, fucking great. 2024, Dean. Oh, God. Yeah, it is as well, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I got a bit of news. Oh, yeah. Uh, next door neighbors are moving house. Uh, they oh put a big God. for sale sign up. Uh, it's towards the end of last year, but I just didn't mention it before now. Uh, it's, it's fine. They can do what they want, but I assume. It's Very because, magnanimous, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I I usually get a veto on all these sort of things in my streets, <laughs> but uh, they were here before me, so I'll let it slide this once. But um, <laughs> you see, you know, I, I'm assuming it's because like uh, we, we live right, right close to the primary school. Um, that's one of the reasons we bought the house in the first place. Uh, but their kids, they went to the school, but now they're both adults. They've moved away, and so I guess they don't need to live here anymore. So they're looking for pastures greener. But there is a part of me that's worried. The reason they're moving is because of my cat. <laughs> oh, that bloody cat. Yeah, because he has invaded their house since day one. And um, I think they've tried to stop him and nothing's worked. And like that time, you know, you saw a litter box in the house, but it became an outside cat. We haven't seen his, uh, his, his drop in since. Like that was like four years ago. Uh, until it, it, it emerged that he was, un- he was doing it under their trampoline. <laughs> so it <laughs> <laughs> has been since then. And then, uh, then he was in their window and I got on the nudes. So, you know, it, it might be. It might be a factor of their thinking, and I'm not sure how how guilty I should feel about this. So. I was hoping you was going to say the cat uh, realised he needed to do his business in a tray. Mm-hmm. So he was just opening the compartment of the next-door neighbours' air fryer and just doing it with that. <laughs> a very specific example. Mm-hmm. Well, they're professional chefs, so imagine... Would they have an air fryer? Is that like something a pro- proper chef would use? Or I think it is. I think yeah. I've heard a lot about the air fryers recently. Mm. Uh, of course, they're not new technology, but they've progressed to the point. It's like when um, in school we had a BBC microcomputer. Yeah. You know, and, and now I've got a computer in my anus that does exactly <laughs> the same things. <laughs> Controls a turtle. Yeah. That's, that's what I was doing. Like do the um, Oregon Trail. <laughs> there was a lot of dysentery in the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Memory serves. Yeah, um, yeah we, 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 used to have, we, had, we had an air fryer when they were first out. Um, they had those T-fall ones to spun things round. Oh, well, that's, yes. Yeah, they, again, they were sort of more of a novelty at first. Like, oh, that's nice, isn't it? But then it, you said you can make good chips then, but the chips are kept getting spun, and so like, they would always be quite fragmented. So you got this, mm. not unpleasant, but sort of slightly mulchy potato Bitty. mass. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 These well, that's the thing. Different. I think, like, uh, either I, hang on, hang on. Are people tuning in to hear us talk about air fryers? This is the first time I've, I've had this crisis of confidence midway through a sentence, but we yeah. haven't even got... Hey, hang on, listeners, this is 2024, and this is yeah. fucking air fryer chat. Yeah, and it's January, you know, new, year, new year, new you, healthy lifestyles. This is exactly what people tune in for. New year, new year, new podcast, air fryer chat. I declare <laughs> this the month of air fryer chat. Air fryer chat. Have you got an air fryer? They're really popular now. You can cook chips in them. Chicken too. Chicken too. Or so I hear. It's air fryer month. 
<laughs> okay. I don't have an air fryer, so this is going to be... Uh, so this might run out of steam pretty quickly, but go on. Le- well, here we are then. This, we'll make this packed now then, Dean. At the end of the month, me and Dean are going to take a bag of Maris Pipers to Curry's, and we're going to plug in and try all the air fryers <laughs> that they've got in there. I'll distract the... Uh... The customer service people, and you, yes. you do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be a fraud day. In my experience, we need between um, 10 to 20 minutes for a perfect chip in an air fryer. Okay. So, uh, Sister Ray by the Velvet Underground, if you could uh, practice and perfect that, that's 17 and a half minutes. And then with okay. a, an on-call, we could, we, could, we could do that all right. All I think. right. Okay, yeah, okay then. Yeah. Here we are then, dear listeners. This is a promise. Uh, Dean's going to learn how to uh, play and uh, sing Sister A by the Velvet <laughs> Underground. I'm going to get a bag of Maris Piper potatoes. We're going to try every single air fryer in Curry's, <laughs> and we will see you when we return from jail. Dean! <laughs> Simon, Simon. What are you going to show me this week, Dean? Well, Simon, I'm going to show you something which popped up on my feed just this very morning. Ooh. Now, you're not uh, a Facebook user, and... I'm you know, only a casual user. I just use it for various work stuff because I'm you know, letting family know my stuff. But my wife uses, um, I used to be with Facebook Marketplace. Uh, kind of. I've looked at it once when I was looking hmm. for a, a set of speaker stands. Yes. It's exactly the sort of thing you find on there. There's people uh, saying, I have something, who wants it for yeah, an X amount it. of money? You, know, um, you pigs. Yeah. It's basically sort of like you know, it's, a, it's a barter type system with added money. Uh, it's basically you know, just you know, like like a car boot sale, essentially ongoing and massive. Yeah. But it's it's there. So and I I don't use it. My wife does, but I don't. But for some reason this morning uh, I started getting alerts from Facebook Marketplace, and I was wondering, oh, I think as my my wife mentioned getting something for the kids off there, and maybe you know the whole well, the phone hears it, and then there's all that sort of terror, terrifying mm. AI stuff. But yes, regardless. Yes. Um, so this, uh, you know, this Facebook Marketplace uh, local ads popped up, and I don't know, that's weird. I don't really see that. But the product I was shown for the first ever time Facebook Marketplace was inserted in my feed was this. Oh, fucking hell. It's a, well, it's a coffin, and it says Polish casket. Yeah. Um, yeah, someone has, someone's Facebook Marketplace has a coffin going spare. I'm... <laughs> Wondering specifically how, Polish one as well. It's yeah, interesting. I don't. Know, is that is that the design? Is that like the the make? Is that the wood? Is it a Polish wood thing? It is. <laughs> it's it's an odd looking. I mean, as someone who has seen a lot of coffins uh, yes, from my old workplace, this isn't uh, shaped like you know. It's not the traditional coffin shape, the whole top heavy type one. This is uh, mm. you know, it's, it's a rectangular uh, affair. Um, mm-hmm. It does look like it's made of proper wood, not yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. Uh, no the the MDF because. Uh, Back when I used to work with the the, the cadavers, we used to have the used to, we used to cover the cost of the funeral as part of the deal, and um, you'd get you know, the the coffins that nobody else really wanted. Yeah. Uh, so like they would they would fancy affairs, but um, this looks like a good one. But it does. The, the, the thing I'm grappling with is what were the circumstances which led to someone having a spare coffin they they no longer needed or wanted. Yes, that's, very that's, much so. That's the part I'm so <laughs> struggling with here. Now, if this person's like an aspiring carpenter and they just make things and sell them on, I, he's asking £150 for it. That's not a lot for what looks to be a, you know, a pretty long job. You know, handmade wooden products aren't... You know, they're not cheap because they are, you know... Yes. They, they make labour-intensive, resource-intensive. Exactly. Mm, so, time and skill goes into it. It, yeah. it does look like a nice 
piece of work, yeah. to be fair. Ironically, it looks like a nice coffin, which is, you know. Yeah, £150. Yeah. Well, if, you know, if you take the man hours out to make it, it's nicely, mm. like, chamfered and joined and stuff. Mm. You know, so, you know, it, it looks like a good bit of kit, it, yeah, ironically. Yeah, yeah. I would say definitely worth £150 if yeah. you're... If you need to get someone buried right now. <laughs> yeah. But, but, so how do you end up with... £150. Yeah, £150 doesn't seem like a lot. So I think this coffin is just like just in his garage or something and he yeah, wants to get yeah. rid of it. So <laughs> how does that happen? How does that come about? Like, how do you end yeah. up with a, with, a, with a bonus coffin? <laughs> I've got a guitar upstairs that I haven't played for like 20 years and I'm keeping it for absolutely no reason. Yeah. And I know, like, in the back of my mind is, at some point, I'm going to pawn that for £150. Yeah. But there was a little piece of my life history where I've enjoyed using and playing that guitar. Hmm. What's this man I've got out of this coffin? It seems like a waste, really, did not it? Yeah. Any sort of scenario I can think of which involves gaining possession of a coffin that you don't want or need yeah. is just so weird. So I've got a line out of three possibilities which when I first saw this. Oh. One. Incorrect diagnosis. Exactly. <laughs> that was my other thought as well. Yeah. <laughs> Strangely, my mind went instantly to the guitar I've got upstairs for some reason. But the number two was, uh, yes, misdiagnosis. What's number two? Number two is uh, unexpectedly pulled through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very like much the... related to number one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like someone else, like, they jumped the gun as well. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely on the way out. I might as well get a coffin in now. Safe hassle, you know. I, it's, it's on that happening. point, Dean, yeah. uh, uh, during the lockdown, I found a lump in my head. Hmm. Well, the listeners will know what I'm like, and it, you're quite a pessimistic man. <laughs> yes. Instantly went to uh, skin cancer and death. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I couldn't see a doctor then in the lockdown and all that sort of stuff. So I did like take pictures of it. I had to like um, wrote up a will, all this sort of stuff, you know, like, you know. <laughs> Next day, whatever it was on my head fell off. It's <laughs> just <laughs> a chip or something. <laughs> we are like 40 to 60% convinced it was a cocoa pop that landed on my head. <laughs> oh my God. Is that why you started shaving your head? Because <laughs> you just can't risk that again. Yeah. <laughs> I shave my head to, to avoid the risk of errant tumors. <laughs> 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 yeah, and um, number three. Oh, if Dale uh, Winter was still alive, we could get into to host on Saturday night, tumor or cocoa pop, couldn't we? <laughs> Prizes to be won. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, the number three. My, th- my third thought was <laughs> incompetent assassin, which is <laughs> so like you got a life insurance policy in your spouse, uh, like you know, hired someone to make sure she accidentally you know, falls onto a train track. <laughs> they spent so much on the coffin that they didn't actually pay the hitman enough and he just turned out to be incompetent. So like, <laughs> she was fine. She got a graze. She got a scratch. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so even though... But, but any other scenario, even if you try to be even more specific about it, it doesn't... Could, was it a mix-up? Like, you know, someone, you know, their, their mother or father was, you know, in hospice and... Yeah. Both brother two brothers decided, oh, I'll get the coffin and didn't tell the other one. And then yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got this, oh, I got one. Oh, you got one. What are we like? <laughs> a sitcom situation in the most bleak circumstances. Yeah. But if you look at this um, the photo, 
it looks like it's in a storage space, and in the background there is actually a shopping basket uh, for like from oh, accessories yeah. or something. So, I mean, I don't think this person would have been given that, or no, no, they're a thief. Yeah, I mean, this is evidence for the police. If I was a policeman, I'd be investigating this twenty four seven. I think. Yeah, well, again, if this, if this is somebody who's got a bit of a you know, kleptomaniac streak. We don't know this coffin is empty. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <yeah. laughs> it's closed. They could have just walked past the parlor and go, Oh, I'll have that. That looks valuable. <laughs> Surprisingly heavy as well. <laughs> uh, there's a car boot sale in Cowbridge, right? All right. And uh, there's a guy there and he's got a stall and he just Thinking, sells. Where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> he, he just sells things in black bags and uh, it's, whatever it is is five pounds, right? Hmm. It's a day out. Just go watch people buy these bags and open them up. I think it's, he says he gets them from Amazon mystery things, right? Right. So you pay the man five pounds, and he's got a Volkswagen estate full of these bags, right? All right. Give him five pounds, and he gives you a bag. And then you, you see some people open them up, and they've got like something of, of value. But I think those are plants, because most of the people open them up, they've just got wires, like just like a handful of wires. <laughs> okay. Maybe this is one of those things. and. Oh, God. He got there early on the Cowbridge boot sale, got a big, long, heavy black bag, <laughs> opened it up, and it was a coffin. <laughs> Several bin bags wrapped around this one massive object, yeah. yeah. Do you remember um, our old school friend? I won't name him in this context, because it's, it's not a flattering story, but uh, he was one of, the, one of those guys who had, like, jobs everywhere, and like, paid under the table and stuff. And he said he worked with his uncle, I think, on the market. It might have been Lancaster mm. Market or something like that. Mm-hmm. They got there really early, and they spent like the weekend there. They said, oh, I think it was like, on the Sunday morning, they said, oh, we were starving, we didn't have any breakfast. And there was this guy nearby who like sold bacon in the stall. Right. He said, so we mugged him and took his bacon, right? I <laughs> <laughs> said, yeah, we, but there was a massive bag of bacon, like eight pounds, we put in the saucepan we had, and it took ages to cook. And I was like, I, that doesn't seem the highlight of the story. Go back to the part <laughs> where he, four of you mugged a guy and stole his bacon because <laughs> you were hungry. <laughs> this guy you had to work opposite. <laughs> like we're in the Wild West, don't they, apparently? I like to imagine that the bacon guy was just like, going, well, it's all part of the course. I won't hold it against them. We'll, yeah. we'll remain colleagues for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Okay. What, what, what I do is I mug someone else and take their stuff. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like pay it forward, only much, much worse. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so like, a, just so, did this guy inherit a coffin? Like, he just, it, this could be a case of like, you've got a, like a family member who's a hoarder and you just go clear up their place and you find loads of random tat and somehow they've got a coffin for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> But it, but it looks in good nick, though. It doesn't look like it's been kept in a damp warehouse or anything or storage locker. It looks like it looks like it looks new. Yeah, yeah. It looks like someone's cared about this, and it's just a weird thing to have, to, to, to sell for £150. <laughs> uh, let's project ourselves into the future, Dean. Yeah. I've got to give myself the credit and think if any of my loved ones got to the point where we needed to buy a coffin for them. Hmm. I wouldn't be scouring Facebook Marketplace <laughs> for bargains. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, good one, good one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's going for it's, the more... It's the last thing that you... Yeah. Literally the last thing you can do for them. Mm. I, I think I'd I'd run into my overdraft in that month, I think. Like. <laughs> yeah. 
it's it's an odd sort of target market, you know, the opportunistic coffin purchase. Like, oh, <laughs> I need to get a coffin for my recently deceased loved one, <laughs> but I can't be bothered. Or like, I oh, know I'm distracting myself with Facebook Marketplace. Oh, serendipity. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, maybe this is like Airbnb for Draculas. Maybe, maybe. uh, Or like you said, the old police thing. I mean, is this like, is the seller's victim in there? (laughs) And if you purchased it, (laughs) he's like, as sold. So not as yours, no, that is. <laughs> you, you've got yeah. essentially a solid alibi. <laughs> right. yeah. You're going to jail, mate. <laughs> going to read a small print. Yeah, you should have paid full price for a coffin. That's why I always say. Yeah. Yeah. You, want to, you want to get a cheap one, that's, that's on you. That's karma, that is. <laughs> Can't touch me. Perfect alibi. So basically, uh, Facebook Marketplace coffins, uh, what are you going to give it, I suppose? I'm, I'm going to give it a three because... Uh, Coffee looks decent. Uh, looks like a good product and it's cheap. But again, that raises a lot more questions than it doesn't. And I don't know. I think the whole idea of secondhand coffins, I don't, I don't think that's going to take off. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it should. Mm. I was tempted to give it five just because of the value of the piece. But mm. uh, as soon as you said secondhand coffin, yeah. that's pushing right down to a 0.5 <laughs> for me then. Yeah, totally fair. Look that. Totally fair. Anyway. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, so Dean. Um, the thing I'm going to show you this week now mm-hmm. is about a live event that happened in Cardiff. Okay. Um, interesting to me. Raised quite a few questions. Mm. Here comes the poster for it, Dean. I saw this on my daily business. Mm, okay, look forward to this. It's Jurassic Park in concert, Dean. What? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's what it says. Jurassic Park, BBC National Orchestra and Chorus of Wales uh, are doing yeah. Jurassic Park in concert. Um, Didn't even know the dinosaurs could sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what songs are they going to sing? Jurassic Park has got the famous song. Yeah. Something yeah. like that, isn't it? Yeah, like the 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 score is quite uh, quite memorable. It's one of mm. it's one of it's another John Williams one, isn't it? So, mm. so that, but, but that's like, just what? one song you can't stretch out into a concert. Yeah. This there'll be some music beds, won't they? Like sort of like you know, that sort of the tense. Have you seen that when they if you have like, the soundtrack to a film, like uh, if it's like a special animation or something, they'll have a lot of like <laughs> filler music. Is in there. Like a Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Like uh, I had to get that for a thing I was doing, and um, thought of it was like uh, <laughs> like big soaring bits, but then in the middle bits was um, you know the Fellowship Walk to to Rohan. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like basically plodding music. <laughs> it's almost like uh, orchestral music. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and in the script it says, variation on Girl from Ipanema. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't that, but that's the sort of thing. It was like just, it's just there to, to, so it didn't look weird in silence, but... Um, yeah, so I wouldn't say that was enough to fill a concert. Um, no, it's got to be the dinosaurs singing, surely. It's got to be, isn't I, it? I would hope so. Mm. What, what type of songs are? would they sing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, there's, um, what's the other one? Walk the Dinosaur. Yes, yes. Open the door, get the, the, the floor. Open the door, get the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. The, the rappers the sing that, don't they? 
They do, yes, yes. They must they have to sing that. Um, yeah, yeah. Flintstones theme tune, theme tune would uh, probably be, uh, you know, mm. kind of on that, on that level. Um, on an ironic level. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Ooh, already I'm reaching. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, um, the band T-Rex. T-Rex, yes, yeah, yes. T-Rex, a, a few couple t- of songs from them, yeah. Dinosaur Jr., the band Dinosaur yeah, Jr., a couple yes, of them, couple that's of them good. as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, um, um, oh, it's very tenuous, but uh, songs from the Godzilla soundtrack. <laughs> the Godzilla song, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Eminem has a song called Godzilla because my son's into that now. So uh, there we are. We've got Eminem, Godzilla. We've got uh, JK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamiroquai, yeah, yeah. yeah. There we are. It's filling it up, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. They'll do a version of that, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, it's a point. Everyone's got to eventually. Yeah, yeah. uh, it's everywhere. Unchained Manity, because that's as old as the dinosaurs, I think. That's, that's right, uh, yeah, yeah. That's been yeah. number one every year. Cliff Richards there. Cliff <laughs> Richards, yeah. Doing Wired for Sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the roller what? skates. Everybody's going, look at that dinosaur. It stinks like pee. <laughs> God, you can't say that. Yeah, I'll have to make that in. Edit that out. Yeah, you might have edit that out. Edit or, that out. Or bleep Christ. it or something. Christ. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I, but Jurassic Park had a lot of electric fences, electric wires. So that you know, that's vaguely... The post-punk bang wire. Is that what you're thinking? I think wired for sound. Sort of, oh, wired wire, for sound. Right, yeah. We're back, to, we're back to that... Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what's another interesting thing about this poster. Yeah. Um, if it, is, it says that in Cardiff, the venue is TBC to be confirmed. Oh, right. <laughs> I feel like, where the hell is the TBC? <laughs> 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 have, have they renamed the Principality Stadium again? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you think that the venue couldn't be announced at the time, Dean? Um, well, is this it like seemed... an ongoing contract negotiation with the dinosaurs and uh, the venue holders? Yeah, it, it depend, obviously it depends which dinosaurs they get in, because if they've just got like, a few raptors and a pterodactyl... Mm, they'll fit in. You could do that in the globe, you could do that in like uh, the gate and stuff, but if they've yeah. got the T-Rexes, then you, you're limited to St. David's Hall and stuff. Yes. But if they've got the brontosaurus in, there's got to be stadium or nothing then, isn't it? Um, it's absolutely, yeah. You need an yeah. open roof for that, really, didn't you? Yeah, it? exactly, yeah. The neck of those fucking bastards. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, no, if, if also if if the pterodactyl is involved, it needs flying space, flying space, rafters. Yeah. So, um, if we're know, doing the dinosaur base show, would you chuck a load of lights on the pterodactyls, or do you think they're uh, fanciful enough as they are? Oh, my scientist soul is telling me that uh, a lot of uh, uh, paleontologists are grumpy about the fact that pterodactyls technically aren't dinosaurs because they're from a different genus. But I, wow, it, it's for. Things from back then, I think. That's, that's what we're talking about, isn't it, clearly? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's a really pedantic point. Um, yes, very much so, yeah. See, I don't know. I, I find... I think once you've seen a pterodactyl, there's not much, not much to go on. Like, there's pointy birds with, flat, with big wings. And, mm. I don't know. Cause I hear some theories that there might have been massive pterodactyls back in the day. Because remember I told you ages ago that um, the, the, the atmosphere was different in dinosaur times, so it was like more, much more thick and stuff. Yes. So, like, I've heard some people the theories the possibility of an air whale, as in um, a massive pterodactyl, like nothing but skin and wing, and it would just like sail across the air and eat like high flying bugs and stuff. Well, there's a woman in the canteen and work looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> She's lovely. I'll give me double portion. 
naïef missen. Dat is inderdaad. Uh, uh, that was a lie, but here's a, a, a true story for you and for the listeners. Yeah. I was in the canteen in work once, and um, it was Hunter's Chicken, and it was chips. Mm. Very lovely, a delicious meal, yeah. but um, the, the knives and forks that they gave us were subpar, and the knife was oh. blunt. I may as well just try to karate chop his chicken in half, right? But I didn't know that at the time. Mm. So I moved the knife in to cut the chicken breast now, penetrated the layer of bacon, and it slipped, right, and just covered me in barbecue sauce. Oh, that's gross. So I went to the woman on the till, and I was like, oh, look at me, I've covered myself in barbecue sauce. And she went, oh, God. And then she got a a wet cloth from the kitchen and washed me down in the restaurant in front of everybody else. (laughs) Oh, God. I mean that, that that's a dangerous move. You, you could have you could have lodged a complaint about that. I, I couldn't have. No, I was so emancipated and you know all dignity is gone. Yeah. I, I was like a five year old child that just shit his pants. Everybody yeah. in the restaurant like they must have got a whiff of this fucking yeah. level of disgust that I was uh, edging off. Yeah, just, just a grown bald man is just getting washed down the fucking canteen you- work. You said emancipated. Did you mean emasculated? I did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was free from slavery by this woman. <laughs> I was free from the slavery of uh, social <laughs> construct, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it does uh, work. I've never been more freer. Been, <laughs> yeah. just, uh, more in my natural state yeah. than at that, that point Literally. where uh, like a, an elderly woman was wiping me down. Like, yeah. yeah. There's literally nowhere to go from you, so I'm, I'm technically you know, I'm like a yeah. dead man walking. I, there are no consequences from this point. <laughs> I um, Two things I want to point out. One, have I told the story of you before, but we went to the that weird TV centre canteen. I mentioned the canteen, like the one which is like in Colorado's Cross, which is gone now. Yes, but, yes. Uh, I think we talked about it, but, but go on. Yeah, but the time we went there to do some like, writing work, and the food they give you was not... It was odd in the sort of setup, in that I... Ordered like you know, there are three options. I said, "I'll have the pasta," and I had like sort of creamy salmon pasta. This give me this massive bowl of it. <laughs> oh, thank yeah. you. And the guy said, "Do you want chips with that? <laughs> do, I, do I want chips with a bowl of starch?" <laughs> like, <laughs> it looked at me. It was Just give me a massive tub of chips on the tray. Directly <laughs> on the tray, not even a plate. Like it's oh, <laughs> thank you. I guess I, I guess I'll dip my chips in the pasta. <laughs> It wasn't like some one of those five food group type uh, organizations, <laughs> but more to the point, um, it's about blunt knives. I talked to my wife about this recently because obviously we just had Christmas and people are doing all the different roasts and stuff. But my mother's the exception because she used to, well, she's a professional cook and used to work in a cookware shop. So she's really on hot on this. But have you found that the older generation, generations perhaps, they seem to have a sort of, I don't know if it's a blind spot or it's never been a thing they have to deal with. They don't use good knives. I, I, I've, I've got to say, I've carried that on. Like, have you? I've got one knife in the house, which through nothing that I've done for it is incredibly good at carving meat. Mm. And then every other knife in the house is blunt as a bat. What's the time? Like blunt? It's the blunt as a bat. <laughs> they are pretty blunt. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> they have a few pointy bits, but that's not it. But because um, I remember going to my grandmother's sister's house, my great aunt. I can't remember what the relative was then. <laughs> and she was prepping Christmas dinner. Uh, it's not Christmas Eve, until the family visits. And she was chopping potatoes for roasts with, like, basically, you know, your grandma always had, like, when you were Sunday lunch, 
the big long eating ha- knives with, with a bit of like sort of ivory handle. Yeah, yeah, heavy big round head. Yeah. yeah, and like well, one of those. I'd look at the, I was like, what eighteen? I think is it is that the right one? See, so going <laughs> <laughs> to, to chop this knife. I'm like, uh, okay, and are there better tools for the job? And like, and, I'm like my mother-in-law loved a bit, but she's a great cook. But she four or five different steak knives to do all the topping. That's not what they're for. What we bought her a knife, <laughs> a good a Sabatia knife, and um, now she swears by it. Goes, yeah, you would because it's for cutting. <laughs> it's not for getting into the grain of meat. <laughs> that's, that's not what it's for. I think like a lot of the older generation they just seem to treat all knives as equal. Yeah, yeah, really weird not, to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You you shouldn't be cutting a potato with a butter knife. Really, oh, exactly. Really, really. It, it was. It said about a blunt butter knife because it, yeah. it was. It was. It was. an eating utensil. It wasn't even for <laughs> cooking. It was just. It was designed to cut up like pre-cooked boiled food. <laughs> it's like eating with a stick. <laughs> anyway, this doesn't answer the question uh, of why Jurassic Park got <laughs> And I tell you what, the dinosaur blunt knives as well. There we go. That's back. There we are, yeah. They're <laughs> sharp claws, blunt knives. Score squeeze Dean. What are you going to give Jurassic Park a concert? Uh, I'm going to give it a two for now, with mm. the caveat that if I find out more about it, I will perhaps up my score. But the fact is, I don't know what music Jurassic Park has to warrant a whole concert. If they do incorporate live singing from the dinosaurs about dinosaur songs, then yeah, I'm all over that. But the fact they haven't said that, and they haven't got a venue established, suggests that this is not the best thought out. So I give it a two. <laughs> Fair, I think. Yeah, um, I'm going to give it a four. Uh, oh, okay. On an optimistic level, purely because I'm hoping it is just the dinosaurs singing. Yeah, and like not even singing anything dinosaur related. Like I, I hope one of the <laughs> dinosaurs does yellow. I hope a Triceratops sings oh. yellow by Coldplay. And, I, uh, it would be great if they do the like the X Factor pop idol stuff. That's all. Yes, that's pop what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally straight face, totally seriously, <laughs> like a very yeah, worthy yeah. balance dressed as dinosaurs. <laughs> we get the sob story from every design. So, oh well, um, I become extinct uh, some so many million years ago. Now all my mother and family are dead as well. Yeah, all yeah. right. Oh, fuck now. Are we going to vote for these? Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I was. Uh, you know, I was. It was getting better, but then I saw. The bones of my great 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 grandmother, British Museum, and <laughs> I spiraled. <laughs> Did you see that dinosaur? They found it on the cliffs. So uh, I think it was. I'm not sure where they found it now. It's either Dorset or Portugal, one of the two. <laughs> and uh, there's a bloke who was into fossils. He was um, into climbing as well, and he was coming down a cliff, and he just happened to come across a dinosaur's head poking out the cliff. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Look that up, listeners. On to the next section. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back. We're going to move on to the final section of the show now. This course is a random Wikipedia article. We're going to get out in the cars and drive off into the night after that. Dean, please tell us what the article of the week is. I have a con, a random article. I will click it in three, two, one. Okay, uh, we are on the article Hypsidorus, from the Greek hypsy, meaning height, and dagger. Oh, it's a tall dagger. Um, Ah. Oh, it's an extinct genus of catfish. Oh, so that's... They grew in the last section. Dinosaurs extinct. Um, catfish, yes. This catfish also extinct, so it's um, relevant, question mark. Yeah, well, it fits in perfectly there for a month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the Eocene Epoch of North America. 
20 centimetres long. Okay, not the longest fish, but it's, yeah, so, no, it's all right. Less than a foot long. Nothing to brag yeah. about. Um, not as long as the average cat either. So, you know, feels like seems like a bit of false advertising. Uh, yep, yep. It yep. looks similar to the modern catfish, also possessing sensitive barbels used to protect detect prey in murky waters. Ooh, it also had a vibration-sensitive organ called the Weberian apparatus. Yeah, this was a, a dud until that very sentence. Yeah. Vibration-sensitive organ, organ. Ooh, called the Weberian apparatus. Yeah, that sounds like a good name for an album or a concept band or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. The Weberian, Weberian apparatus. apparatus. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot of bass in that. I think you know a lot of yeah. heavy bass. Uh, yeah. Specialized vertebrae, the front of the spinal column, pass uh, vibration in a year using the swim bladder as a resonance chamber. Now, ooh, this is. You know what? Exactly, is turning the article around a bit now. It's just a lot of detail here, which is quite uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For defense against predators, Hypsodorus has large spines at the front of each pectoral fin. Wow. Modern catfish, you've probably eaten smaller fish along with crayfish and other bottom dwelling creatures. <laughs> okay. I'm like that. I need a bottom dwelling creature <laughs> and I can vibrate my organ in a sensitive manner. <laughs> to ward off predators. <laughs> Uh, When I was reading the sentence, um, I read Weberian apparatus as webcam apparatus. Okay, I think that's a different Mm. thing, but also is also used for defence. (laughs) (laughs) Against predators, yeah. Or mostly prosecution against predators, I think you'll find in, yeah. Yes, yeah, defend yourself against other predators who are, uh, yeah. Just look who's been in court. (laughs) Court and in court. That's a good name for a show. We should do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll do that next. Yeah. Okay. Spin off. Well, we'll do that on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. When we set one up, should it ever become yeah. profitable enough to do so? Um, I, I promise the listeners, when me and Dean do a Patreon, it will be hours and hours of footage long. It'll just be me and him pretending to be uh, defence lawyers. <laughs> okay. I mean, I would happily take a year off and do that if it was like, you know, <laughs> if I could still... Sustain my family off the back of this. <laughs> well, let's think about this now. We yeah. okay. We need the Patreon money up front, and yeah. uh, in America, you can do this sort of thing. You can record stuff from law courts, but you can't do it in right. the UK. No. So we'd have to find a client in America who was willing to pay us. We'd have to make sure it was a case that's going to last mm, the amount of the Patreon money, so two weeks max, I think. Yeah, and then um, I think we're flying. Then, hmm. of course, we 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 will need to be kept up to date with what's happening in the UK because of all the interest we have over here. Yeah. So it's, it's a tricky UK. one, Dean. It's a tricky one. I don't think this Patreon black is for us, son. No, but at that point, you know, in this country we have because we can't film in court, so we always have the court sketches. You know, oh yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. A they all look kind of the same. Is it like a sort of court sketch style or something that's alone? <laughs> yeah. And if that's the case, then B, is a court sketch artist, is that like, do you work towards that? Is that, a, is that a vocational job? Or is it like an artist who wants to be a different artist but does this to pay the bills? Whenever I see them, it, it like amazes me because the, you go around any indoor market in the UK and there's someone selling lifelike uh charcoal pictures yes, of yes, like yes. celebrities and things like that. Mm. It's a skill that some people have where they can't really do art art, but they can do exact likenesses of things. Yes. So you'd True. think like the law courts would appoint someone who can do that or 
The other way to look at it is they're deliberately appointing people who can't render exact yeah. likenesses in case whoever gets found innocent, the local community won't recognise them or something like point. that. I'm not well, sure. Well, well, where did it come about from? Is it like is it like a really old practice whereby they needed like things for the newspapers or like the periodicals back when? Yeah. They, or is it, it was like like we can't take photos? We need something, and they sort of grew from that. It's it's one of those things. Just like it's. Something everyone knows of and sees and doesn't really think about. But when you think about it, there's a lot of weird stuff going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of which is to do with catfish. So I don't know how we got on this. <laughs> no, absolutely this, not. This line of reasoning. Um, the cat, catfish are a common species. Like they, they mention a lot, but I, I've heard that even though they can be massive, they don't taste good. They're not like good. They're not good eating catfish. Oh, is it really? Oh, I think okay. so. I think maybe because they are, well, I said because they are like, they, they are bottom feeders. They you know, eat junk and stuff. But then, oh, yeah. sort of prawns and you know, they are very popular. They can mm. get a lot of money for those. And so, I don't know. Um, well, never tried myself. Maybe I've had a dogfish. I'm not really sure. What about this bit where it says it's got a vibration sensitive organ, Dean? What does that mean, do you think? Um, it's like... No, it doesn't actually quite say if that if that's something all catfish have or that this old catfish had. Just this one, which, yeah, yeah, which is quite interesting because it suggests like the the waters of the olden days were much much more dangerous than they are now. Which mm-hmm. for the dinosaurs, I guess that would make sense. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what they get in the water. Uh, um, people uh, surfing beach parks. Yeah, <laughs> the, um, yeah, because when you're in the water, it's obviously a different different environment. So I don't know what that. Because I think we can sense, you know, even though we don't consciously aware of it, we can sense like you know echolocation. We are we are subconsciously sensitive to these things without dedicated organs, where we have massive brain to process this stuff. So maybe that's not maybe something they needed uh, for what I don't know. But like, like the sharks, though, they can smell blood half a mile away in water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think what's good, the guy Mark Rober, the um, the YouTuber, the engineering YouTuber guy, he did a sort of test. They went to something like Bermuda, it was like three shark fested waters, but lots of different blood in the water. And most of the blood didn't actually cause a reaction. I think it was cow's blood got a lot of sharks coming to it because meant our blood is like different from sea creature blood. Mm. So sharks weren't necessarily like that. And I've also heard the theory, I'm not sure if this is true, that sharks were like, they will attack and try to eat humans because they think we're just, we're just prey. But they want sort of, Pursue us because once they eat this, they go, "Oh, these guys taste like shit." Because because ah. we're not we're not sea creatures. Our blood our, our blood doesn't have the salt water that like they used to, so we taste like really bland and unpleasant to them, and also full of weird chemicals which they don't know recognize. So, uh. I mean, they'll still kill us. Don't get me wrong; we still die. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. But, but at least you know you're going to die knowing you would have disappointed yeah. someone on your way out. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, Dying knowing that you're something that a shark would have sent back to the chef if if, <laughs> if they were of that level of consciousness. <laughs> oh, I might be dead, but I'm going to leave a two star review on Yelp <laughs> as you sink into the briny depths. <laughs> the amount of fucking vape fluid coursing through my veins. It's going to be like um, Summer Fruits Bounty for a shark in there. Isn't it? Yeah. He's not, not going to like it, or he's going to love it. One of the two. Yeah. Or you might taste like San Pellegrino Chino flavor, which is like, what, <laughs> what is this nonsense? <laughs> Battery uh, trousers. Yeah. Uh, so, what are you going to give this article then? Um, it's short. It's uh, three separate paragraphs, two of which are one sentence each. Um, but the middle paragraph is a hefty one, and it does contain a lot of. Uh, 
interesting stuff. They say your standard is no picture, but we are dealing with an extinct creature which has been for quite some time. So that's right. Any picture they put there would be made up anyway, and I don't like yeah. that either. Yeah, so I, I'll give them a pass for that. So I'll give it a three. I think it's uh, does a decent job of what it's got. Uh, good, good score, I think, Dean. Um, I'm going to give it a three as well. Yeah, why not three? Mm. It, yeah, for a short one, it was quite um, quite interesting, wasn't it? You know. Yeah. And that's all you can hope for, really. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, listeners. Um, I'm going to play you out now with a vibration-sensitive organ. Goodbye. <laughs>